a lot of the times in order to push people, you have to say, okay, go a little farther than where you're comfortable. Like I'm sure you do this in training a lot. Yeah. Yep. Is absolutely. To, is prompting people to how in yoga we call it, find your edges. And then you go a little bit farther. Just push it a little bit beyond your edges, your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. It helps. And that I think if you are someone who is struggling to find the motivation to get outside, whether, you know, like you just, you get bored and you're like, well, this is not really that exciting. Maybe you've just, you feel like you've plateaued. This would be a great way to either kickstart or to kick things up a little bit. Because yeah. you can use these for exactly that. Get a little coaching for your outdoor workout. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I mean, that's a great way to upgrade your outdoor fitness. You're listening to the Addicted to Fitness podcast, brought to you by Elemental Training Tampa. Now, here's your hosts, Nick and Shannon Birch. Thanks for stopping by and checking out another edition of the Addicted to Fitness podcast. We are taking it outdoors this week, folks. I thought you were going to say, like, taking it to the streets. I wouldn't mind saying that. But uh, we're going to be, I guess, taking it kind of to the streets outside. <laughs> Possibly. But, yeah. So we are going to uh, give some, I guess, our suggestions or uh, recommendations on how you can uh, step up or optimize your outdoor fitness routine it's yes. that time of year where it's getting nice all over the country uh, probably all over the world in most places i would say the top hemisphere for sure and there you go we call that the northern hemisphere yes not the top one well you know <laughs> depending what side you're on what you i don't know <laughs> but yes yeah, so now is a good time i think you can take some of uh, your fitness routine outside so we're going to give you some uh recommendations on how to do that before we do that, uh, we want to thank you guys for tuning in this week. Um, we really do mean it, guys. We, uh, we've been doing this podcast for over seven years now, I believe. Crazy. And uh, we are uh, always amazed when we see the download numbers go up and everybody, uh, people that are tuning in on a regular basis. So we do appreciate that. So for all those old listeners, thank you so much. And for all those new listeners, welcome. And... Uh, one thing you can do uh, to help us out, to help us actually reach more listeners, is leave a rating review in Apple Podcasts or your preferred podcast app. So, I mean, some people like using Spotify. You yes. can leave us a review in Spotify. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, also, please follow us on Instagram at the ATF Podcast and visit our sponsors, the AminoCo, uh, AminoCo.com slash ATF to learn more about our Favorite pre and post work supplement. So, training recap. Do you have anything to recap for your training, or should I go first? I do actually. Uh-huh. I actually got out this week, and mm-hmm. this was uh, kind of tied to our topic this yeah. week. Yeah, exactly. So I actually took it outside. I took it to the street. You took it to the. Streets, I took it to literally. the streets. And I I went on like my first jog for at least it it's at least a year. It has to be. Yeah, I remember you came woke up and you were like, Hey, I'm gonna go for a run. I was like, What? What? 
<laughs> but yes, I was pleasantly surprised, I should say. Yeah, so I did that. I did spin. I did some yoga. Um, after, I will say, though, when you haven't run in a year, doesn't matter how much biking you've done. When you haven't run in a year, you feel parts of you that you haven't felt in a while, apparently. Because, I mean, I, I don't do a lot of, like, high-impact mm -hmm. type activities. Right. You know, like, my high-intensity interval training, you know, even that I don't do as much jumping and stuff as I used to. And even though this wasn't, like, you know, I, I wasn't really hard on myself, but I did, like, a 45-minute run, jog, jog walk there you go. sometimes. Yeah. And that alone made my legs sore for, like, two solid days. Yeah. And not just my legs, but, like, my hips. My hips were so freaking tight. I had to stretch, like, every single morning, specifically focusing on my hips mm -hmm. in order to, like, walk around. They were that tight. Yeah. So I definitely think I need to do a little bit more prep in like the next time I do a jog because I'm just, my body's not used to it. I can't just hit the ground running and start going. Yeah. So that was, that was my learning for. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that sounds like a much more active week this week. Mm -hmm. That's great. Good. Um, and like I said, we'll get into more into, uh, we'll get into the main part of the podcast. My training recap was, uh, I would say eventful, but not, uh, overly, uh, uh, I would say, uh, overly eventful. <laughs> it wasn't like more than the normal. No, no. Average. So, uh, Monday I went to my private jujitsu lesson, private jujitsu jujitsu lesson. Jeez. <laughs> really flowing it now. Uh, so, uh, and really discovered that, uh, maybe, uh, it was a little bit more of my jujitsu competition last weekend. Uh, I wasn't as unscathed as I saw, thought. Um, so I had some tender ribs um, after that session. So I decided to kind of take it easy for the rest of the week. But, you know, I got a Peloton in, Peloton session in. I got a couple trips to the, the gym. I did a good lower body lift, kind of left my upper body alone to recover. But I also did get out and do some uh, much-needed walking uh, a couple times this week. Mm. Um, so I know that ties to our main topic of discussion. I didn't know that you did walking. Yeah. So um, I know, like we let off the podcast, we were saying that uh, it's that time of year, I think, where people can really enjoy the outdoors and take mm. their fitness routine outside, the majority of people, I should say. Um, so uh, we want to share some uh, ways that you can maybe optimize that outdoor fitness. Yeah, routine. or just, you know, take a different approach at it, mm -hmm. kick it up a level, however you want to look at it. If you have a really intense outdoor workout uh, routine, maybe we won't get <laughs> to your level. But I think most people, especially if you live up in New England, you live in the north where it's been cold and just crappy weather. Mm hmm and also a huge contributor that is why I went out this week is the sunrise time. Like if you work out in the morning before life starts, 
Um, only recently has it actually gotten light enough here yeah. where we live to go out by like 6.30-ish and do a run. And that's kind of the latest that I can do a run. Yeah. So it was, this is the first time in a while, um, six months that it's been like that. So, so yeah, I think that this is, this is a good, this is going to be just like a good way to maybe adjust your, your approach to outdoor fitness, maybe get, change some things up, kick things up. Exactly. So you kind of, this was inspired by something that you used last week during your run. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah, I uh, I didn't just go out by myself and, and tackle the streets. Um, I used my very friendly Peloton app. And if you have a Peloton of any kind and you've only used the uh, – the screen on your machine. Let me screen just remind machine. you, yeah. there's a lot more on there than just that. Mm-hmm. And you don't need a machine in order to do the workouts that they have on there. So they have a bunch of running and walking ones that, yes, could you do them on a tread? Probably. But they're really targeted. They have a whole category for outdoor so Which you, is fantastic. So, like I said, you, I know you're probably about to introduce it to us, but is this like some sort of, like, do you have like a running partner? Kind of. So, it's somebody talking in your ear. It's also, you know, they've got good playlists. So, if you are someone who likes to listen to things uh-huh. while you run, um, this is like, it's like a friend that's jogging along with you and they are giving you prompts that you can, you can take it or leave it, but it's just nice to have that sort of like personal coach in your ear, friendly voice, sort of cheering you on as you're going through this because, Mm -hmm. you know, they've got their cues down to like the music and I am a person who is very influenced by music. So if you put on like a really, really good beat, I want to run. Like I don't want to walk on that. I want to run. And you've got your instructor, coach, whatever you want to call them. They are there and they're cueing you up like right on the chorus and they're telling you to push for a sprint. And it's it's very similar, I think, to the benefit of, you know, having a having an instructor or having a, a coach, a training coach. They're gonna push you probably for for the most part, I think most of us, they're gonna push you a little bit harder right. than you would push yourself. That's a good point. On average. Yeah. yeah. So unless you choose a very mellow walk you know like uh you can choose they have interval runs they've got hip-hop they've got you can get like you can get it by music so like they categorize them they've got got some new ed sheeran little ones Hmm. um they also have warm-up and cool downs which i did do i did do the warm-up um i did a 
little bit of the cool down and my calves and like my legs were burning by the time I got to the, the cool down. Um, but they have like walk runs, they have recovery runs, they have all different levels, advanced, beginner, intermediate. Mm. There's a great variety in here and it's very easy to search and find something. I'm pretty sure they might even have like, um, this is something I actually wanted to do, was to look at the class types because I think they have like the power walk, endurance run, music run. Okay. But like you could use these if you wanted to go for a hike. Yeah. You know, you want to make your hike a little bit more than just a stroll through the woods. You know, you're right. not you're not just forest bathing. You're really out there to do a workout or to train in some way. Mm -hmm. This would be a really nice way to kind of kick that up. Yeah. I guess you could put it on the walk. Yeah, you could put it on the walk or you could use like the the cues that they're giving you. It's not saying like, you know, go at a hundred. Yeah. It's just telling you to take it, take it up, you know, just like, okay, go a little bit harder than mm -hmm. your comfort level right now. They are very practiced in knowing how to cue people up. And a lot of the times in order to push people, you have to say, okay, go a little farther than where you're comfortable. Like I'm sure you do this in training a lot. Yeah, yep, is absolutely. To, is prompting people to how in yoga we call it, find your edges, and then you go a little bit farther. Just push it a little bit beyond your edges, your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. It helps. And that, I think, if you are someone who is struggling to find the motivation to get outside, whether, you know, like you just, you get bored and you're like, well, this is not really that exciting. Maybe you've just you feel like you've plateaued. This would be a great way to either kickstart or to kick things up a little bit because yeah. you can use these for exactly that. Get a little coaching for your outdoor workout. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I mean, that's a great way to upgrade your outdoor fitness. Yeah, and and the truth is, like, we don't live in a great neighborhood for jogging and right. running because there's actually not that many sidewalks a lot of the streets are kind of small and there's a lot of traffic um so you're you're kind of having to to deal with the traffic and stuff um but if you have like paths if you've got um sidewalks you're like that that alone is a really big win mm -hmm. and is going to help make it easier for you to take advantage of being outside. Agree. Now let us tell you about today's sponsor. If you tune into the Addicted to Fitness podcast on a regular basis, you know we do a training recap on every episode. Shannon and I share what we did for our exercise and fitness during the week. So you hear that we are doing a ton of exercise. Um, and recently, I've been trying to up my game, try to increase the intensity 
of that exercise and being 38, going on 39, it's been hard, I'll be honest, but it's gotten a little bit easier over the last month or so because I've been using the, the Perform product from the Amino Company. The Perform product has, increases peak strength and endurance levels during exercise. It's three times more effective on the gram for gram basis than any other protein source. It improves cognitive function, focus, and concentration. Decreases recovery time by quickly rebuilding muscle and tissue. And it happens to be keto-friendly, soy-free, vegan, gluten-free, and non-GMO. So anybody, depending, regardless, I should say, of your diet requirements, can try this product. Guys, I've honestly been using this product for the last month or so, and I can tell you with uh, the utmost sincerity that my intensity and my ability to progress during my workouts has improved, okay? So head to aminoco.com, check out their products, and... Bonus for you listeners, you get 30% off by using the code ATF at checkout. Better yet, go to aminoco.com slash ATF, read more about their uh, their scientifically backed benefits. You can see pictures of yours truly, uh, and also read the testimonial that I read, uh, that my honest testimonial about how I feel about these products. So once again, visit aminoco.com slash ATF, and if you want to buy any of the products, use the code ATF at checkout. So I think uh, another way to kind of upgrade your outdoor fitness is to regards to hydration. Because if you're going outside and you're working out outside, typically you're going to sweat. I guess it depends what the temperature is outside. Um, mm-hmm. But I think uh, being dehydrated is a big thing about what people like. If you want to kind of be consistently work outside, work out outside, you want to stay properly hydrated too. So obviously that means hydrating before and after. And I think what you discovered, uh, and we tested on the podcast, I think earlier this year, the Waterboy yes. electrolytes is a huge win. Um, and something that I think people, uh, and not just Waterboy, but I think some sort of like electrolyte salt replacement is a big yeah. necessity. You know, I think a lot of people uh, kind of go to the um, uh, popular or the, you know, highly marketed things like Gatorade. And there are some benefits in Gatorade. Uh, but I think uh, things like the Waterboy or... Um, Liquid IV. Liquid IV. There's LMNT also, is I think it's the brand. There's a ton. Yeah, but... Now. Really focus on replacing like the electrolyte salts in your body that can really you you lose when you sweat a lot. So I think having that, you know, not only I would say more post workout opposed to pre workout, is a thing that can upgrade your outdoor fitness. You know, if you're looking to try to do it on a regular basis to take the get the benefits of being outdoors and working out, you got to have the proper hydration. So I think that's something you got to do. You got to take into consideration when you do uh, outdoor fitness or outdoor workouts. Yeah, and I mean, I will say, like, you're not going to feel as good after if you don't rehydrate. Um, I did actually have to take one of those recently, Mm -hmm. um, those electrolyte drinks, because I just felt like crap, and I was like, this, I shouldn't feel like crap. I went for a workout, like I've done things. And it, I was dehydrated. Mm-hmm. I think I was dehydrated and I was running low on nutrients because I had one of those and I felt like a new person. Yeah, so I agree. So hydration matters and heading into 
summer months, please don't do your training at peak heat. Mm-hmm. Please just don't do that. Um, I don't care how tough you want to be. It's not smart. Yeah. And hydration is one of the main reasons. And let's stay on that point, too, because let's be serious. Being outdoors is great. You know, I think you talked about the forest bathing, just being out in nature. They've had many studies that talk about the benefit of that, about lowering stress, lowering blood pressure, and all the other biomarkers. But, and or I should say before I say but, uh, you know, obviously exposure to the sun can produce vitamin D in your body, you know, so... But there can be too much of a good thing, right? So there could <laughs> pillow just fell. Uh, so you could have too much, you know, obviously sun exposure, everybody knows is not good. Sunburn and long term, you know, uh, sun exposure can lead to things down the road. So uh, such as melanoma. So think about how long you're going to work out. You know, are you going to go for long walks or not long runs? Not only do you have to be properly hydrated, but I think you got to be proper outdoor clothing, exercise clothing. Yeah. And there's one thing that we use. I don't think we use it more mainly for exercise because we don't exercise that long outside, but the long yeah. sleeve. We also do uh, early. Yeah. Oh, I do. But like the ultraviolet proof uh, long sleeve shirts. That uh, I don't know if they've been. I mean, fishermen really made them popular here in Florida. Yeah, because the fishermen go out on the water, basically not only standing, getting exposed to the sun, but then also the reflection off the water really kind of is a double uh, double whammy for for those fishermen out there. So uh, a long sleeve, like dry fit, ultraviolet, like sunproof shirt. Yep is beneficial if you're going to be outside for long periods of time. If you're taking, you know, a 30 or 40 minute run walk uh, off that uh, outdoor Peloton app. So you, mm. you want to make sure that you not only, yes, anywhere from 10 to 15, I know there's people say different things, but 10 to 15 min- minutes of direct sun exposure is doable. But anything over that could lead to some uh, more detrimental health effects if you keep getting, being exposed to sun like that. Yep. You know, you know, and obviously we can go into sunscreen and all that stuff, but I think that's another uh, podcast for another day. But we've actually already po- talked about proper sunscreen in a past podcast before. So, yep. so you can go back in the archives and look for that if you're really interested. But so not only now you, you turn people on to a, essentially an outdoor workout coach. Yep. We talked about proper hydration, which is a huge key for if you're going to work out outside, especially when it's hot and much more likely to sweat a lot. Yeah. Uh, Proper exercise uh, active wear, Mm -hmm. if you will. So I think those are three things that people can be conscious of to, or could probably utilize to upgrade their outdoor fitness. Yes. And I mean, I think like the hydration and the the attire, those are not really upgrades. Those are more of just how to like tweak, like just take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. But I will say, I think finding activities that you'll enjoy. Right. And trying like taking an outdoor hobby or interest and exploring that as a possible fitness, Mm -hmm. like training um, opportunity. So for, for gardeners, 
you know, you can, we did it today. So you can garden and you can get some pretty heavy body work in. Right. But also, like, you can take some opportunities like that and say, well, maybe, like, if I'm planning on going out and gardening, maybe you can work some other outdoor kind of strength training or, you know, take a quick little jog beforehand. Like, there's ways that you can plus up even just your favorite outdoor activities Mm -hmm. or... If you love going for walking in the woods, consider doing something a little bit more and consider, you know, doing a little bit more like cross country style and doing a little bit of, of jogging or maybe instead of just walking, maybe you try hiking or something like that. So taking something that you are already comfortable with outside and just exploring ways that you can take that to a new level. All right. I think that's a good one. I mean, a big thing around here is now this time of year, the rest of the country is going outside finally. Mm -hmm. We are looking for ways to stay out of the heat more coming into summer. Mm -hmm. But what do we do? Instead, we center all of our outdoor activity around water. Like water this time of year is so crucial. Like you don't want to be that far away from a body of water to stay cool because it's brutal otherwise. So a lot of the summer activities that we do in the Florida summer is, you know, it's going to... Um, freshwater rivers, kayaking, boating, that kind of stuff. Tubing. Well, I haven't done any tubing. And it's not physically demanding. Yeah. I would not say that. I wouldn't put that in the fitness But yeah, it's like if you like to be out in the water, what can you do out in the water? We've talked recently about maybe we wanted to see if we can get some paddle boarding in. like. Yeah. Would Ella be old enough to do some paddle boarding? Mm-hmm. We've already tried kayaking and found that was very successful. Mm-hmm. So doing more of that over the summer months is one of the things we kind of tend to fall back on. Right. So, um, and I know that there are now like outdoor water obstacle courses are more of a thing now. Mm-hmm. So like you could even like run those obstacle courses Take advantage of the play activities at some of these places. Right. So hmm, interesting. Just just think about taking some of those things that may be pastime or hobbies and not necessarily in your mind fitting out as like, well, this is something I'm gonna do as like part of my exercise regimen. Mm-hmm. How could you modify it, do something a little differently? And kind of move to a new level and incorporate that, incorporate that activity or something. Sounds good. That's a good way to upgrade your outdoor fitness. Mm-hmm. Take your fitness outside, more like. Yeah. Well, those are cool things, and I am uh, pumped to try some of them. What else are you pumped for? This next section of the podcast called What's Got Us Pumped? 
And I will be the gentleman and go first. Uh, so what's got me pumped this week is hand strength. Super. Grip strength, if you will. <laughs> So I got these, uh, I think I mentioned on the podcast a few weeks ago, or maybe it was last week's podcast about how your mom essentially cured me with one acupuncture session. did not cure you. I had some terrible wrist and elbow and hand pain a few weeks ago, and um, I attributed a lot to jujitsu, which was probably accurate, but um, uh, Shannon's mom uh, did acupuncture on me. Uh, it really hurt for about a day after the of treatment and then a day uh, two days after it felt great and i haven't had the pain since so now yes i've been conscious about doing a lot of stretching a lot of wrist work a lot of mobility uh, but i've also gotten these finger uh, strengtheners so they're called finger stretchers and uh, most people know about the gripping uh, kind of the the, the squeezing mm -hmm. uh, hand grip strength oh, strengtheners. Yeah. These actually do the opposite. So obviously, when you squeeze something, you're doing flexion. You're flexing your fingers, right? Okay. So, but now this this little uh, finger stretchers that I have, it goes on each individual finger, and they actually stretch them. So you extend them. So try to pull your fingers apart with resistance on each individual finger. So mm -hmm. not only are you strengthening, obviously, working grip, you do the flexion, and we're also working extension. So we're, extension, we're strengthening both flexion and extension, which I think can help. Um, obviously, they've shown to help with not only wrist pain, elbow pain, uh, things like golfer's elbow or tennis elbow, which I think I might have been suffering from. So yeah. I'm excited to have these and add them into my, uh, to stay, to minimize any future pain in my wrists and or elbow hands. So, pumped for this. What are you, what's got you pumped? Uh, this week, my, what I'm pumped for is, I referenced it earlier a couple times, because it's top of mind, finally caught up on the gardening. Mm -hmm. Gardening yeah, slash landscaping. Um, pulling out plants that were no more, putting in seeds, putting in new shrubs, um, all different kinds of planting activities, really. And it was very satisfying because mm -hmm. it's been a while. <laughs> if you Our backyard was looking dreary yeah it was looking rough um it was looking like you know it had just gone to seed or just past its prime pick pick a description but uh, uh, you know we are actually experiencing a drought it's a seasonal they call it a seasonal drought here in florida i think like 80 percent of the country or not country the uh, state is like in a severe drought and it's we, we have not gotten a lot of rain. We got like, we have gotten some rain in the last couple of weeks, which is a huge improvement, but it's not actually adding to the water table. It's just like, it's just a refreshing sprinkle yeah. every once in a while. So the plants are struggling with life right now. And some of them did not make it. Um, and we also have been struggling with our irrigation. So trying to make sure that the plants can get water and not over water. So it's, it's just been, there's been a lot of, um, not neglect, but 
like, oh, I know I need to do more. I should do more. I need to do more. It's been growing for a while, but it wasn't until the last probably week that I was like, I really want to clean this up and I really want to get some new plants and give some of the plants that I have new homes. Mm -hmm. And today was just, it was all that. I did like lots of potting of plants that I propagated, which makes me feel like a, like a super adult saying that I propagated my plants, Mm -hmm. propagated plants, people, meaning I, took cuttings and stuck them in water. <laughs> uh, but yes, it was, there was a lot of that. I continued doing, you know, doing that, but it just, it just felt so freaking good to get um, some of that. It's kind of been weighing on my, my mind. Yeah. And We've talked about the health benefits of being outside, gardening, mm-hmm. specifically even on like a, you know, bacterial level, sticking your hands in the dirt, that there's physical benefit to that. Right. And it's, it really does. It's very rewarding. So I'm feeling a little exhausted right now, but I'm also really happy. So. Probably pumped. I'm very pumped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is something to be pumped for. I'm. I agree. I think the yeah, the yard is looking way better. Um, I feel good about it too. I was starting to get a little bit uh, uh, and depressed is probably a very uh, overstating it, but I was getting a little uh, uh, frustrated with myself about how little yard work uh, I've been able to do as of late. So. I'm glad we've got it to it. Got a lot of progress done, and uh, I'm looking forward to hearing what you guys think about this episode. By uh, you can let us know by leaving a rating review, or you can uh, send us a DM on Instagram. But after you follow the ATF podcast, don't forget support our sponsors, the AminoCo. Go to aminoco.com/atf, and you can use the code ATF at checkout to get thirty percent off. Got anything else for him tonight? Nope. This has been another edition of the Addicted Fitness Podcast, and we'll check you next time. Bye. For all things Addicted Fitness, you can check out our website, addictedtofitnesspodcast.com. You can also give us a follow on Twitter, at the ATF Podcast, and like and follow the Addicted to Fitness Podcast Facebook page. Last but not least, please give us a rating and review in the iTunes store. Thanks.